love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits happens live from our radio hub for Monday. It's January 21st, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Time to get back into the swing of things. There's Drew. Settling into my long two-week football hangover. Oh, yeah, me too. It's, 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 we shouldn't even have to come in and, and you know do the show today after a big football weekend like that. <laughs> it was that hard for you boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, emotionally. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the south is right over there. I'm still recovering from all the food you ate. <laughs> and he's currently developing a radio version of Temptation Island, our host, The Fitz. That's right. Slowly but surely we are. If you don't mind, folks, we got to warm up just a little bit. I've selected a pretty cool warm-up jam. Out. You can follow me everywhere on social media at Follow Fits. And what do you guys want to talk about today? Well, I mean, besides the football stuff, we'll get to that. Right. Well, I mean, no, we won't get to it. We're gonna we're gonna hold off for a day because I tried to talk about it with someone already, and they're like, no, 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 don't tell me. I'm still gonna watch them. I know that's what's so scary is we live in this world now where can we even talk about football games because you never know who's completely watched the entire well, it's thing. The same thing for shows. Yep. Yeah. You well, know. we we could uh, we could talk about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> He says, knowing nobody wants to talk about the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's supposed to get you through this two-week break, but I don't know if I've ever actually watched it all the way. I don't even think the players like being selected to the Pro Bowl. Well, a lot of them, they, <laughs> a lot of them refuse to go now because You're it's. Right. So, it, it, I mean, they're looking at possible injuries. It could cost you millions and millions of dollars. It could cost you a career just for having a kind of a fun pickup game almost. Well, do they really fully play in the Pro Bowl? I mean, do they really go full force? You know, 100%? you don't have to. And you know, a coach yeah. always said it's it's when you go half speeds when you get hurt. That's right. They go to the Pro Bowl and then their entire careers are ruined. Could be. <laughs> Last right. year was a much bigger deal than this year. You I didn't, didn't even hear as know much. there was a Pro Bowl. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. 
<laughs> hey, tell her what the Pro Bowl is. This so, is a special selection, sort of award. Yeah, so players from the teams who didn't make it to the Super Bowl, uh, you elect them all year long, or you know, you basically elect them to the Pro Bowl to represent the AFC versus the NFC. Yeah, oh, that kind of okay. Got so, it. So they have to go, they have to play, but they're like, wait, I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah, it's kind of a charity <laughs> pickup game. The pros. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> All right, it's going to be an unbelievable show today, and uh, let's get to it. What are you kidding me? Stories coming up. Here comes Monday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I really hope you had a fantastic weekend, everybody. Thanks so much for checking in with me. Over the weekend and send me all those amazing what are you kidding me stories? Facebook.com slash follow fits. After a big football weekend, I'm gonna kick off this first what are you kidding me story. This is titled Superfan. The average NFL fan spends 46 hours a month thinking, talking, or reading about their favorite team. Wow. Totally believable. Yeah, isn't that absolutely nuts? Mind-blowing. 79% have rooted for the same team since birth. 41% have watched all of their team's games this year. And 75% of all NFL fans think their team will win the Super Bowl next year. (laughs) 75% of people. Next year's our year. Yeah, that's right. That means, you know, 99% of you are wrong. I can honestly say that since birth, I have cheered for the same NFL football team. I've cheered for the Cowboys my entire life. And in your life, how many yeah. times have your Cowboys won the Super Bowl? Many times. Actually, many times. Yeah, but you don't. A lot. Many times. I don't know the exact. Uh, I would in, in my lifetime. Seven or eight. No, I would say Six? since I've been alive, probably five, four to five. My Dallas Cowboys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you're saying I'm not a super fan if I don't know that information. No, I wasn't <laughs> implying that. I was actually asking because I, I figured you'd know it right off the hand, but that's okay. All I can tell you is, Drew, is that my mama May, my grandmother, died during a Dallas Cowboys game, watching it in her recliner, you had a massive stroke and passed out, and just during during the game. I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, it's the best thing. I guess you have to know if they won that uh, game or not. It's the best thing. Listen. It's the best. Oh, I think that she uh, uh, would not have wanted to go any other way. Think about it. Dying during your Dallas Cowboys game. I don't know, page two. What? Are you kidding me? That's a super fan. What was the play? (laughs) 24 ISO, QB sneak. Yeah, you got me. (laughs) Mm. All right. Uh, Out of Pennsylvania, stupid's what got you there. There is a guy in Pennsylvania, you guys, who has an emotional support alligator. Huh? He says the gator is so domesticated that he acts just like a dog. And the guy even takes him out to potty in the backyard. That's not safe. Uh, he also takes him to senior centers to spend time with the senior citizens. They probably think it's a dog, some of them. Man, this is nonsense. This yeah. Is total- it hasn't I- been. How, who is in charge of the senior center that's yeah. allowing someone. <laughs> Bringing a gator in? With a supposed <laughs> emotional support alligator to visit the residents. Hi, hey, y'all. It's Gator Thursday. That's a good idea. Gator's coming up today. We're going to show you the gator and give you free jello. Sounds like how they keep the old folks in line. We're going to bring that gator in. That gator's coming back. You watch it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, what if they're all in panic and fear every time the gator comes over? You're right. Why it's- wouldn't they be? It's a gator. In the house. we got to send some authorities over there right now to this nursing home. This is... 
Somebody has so many questionable lapses in judgment. Yes. All right. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. <laughs> really hope you had a fantastic weekend, you guys. Uh, hope everybody had a, a safe, fun weekend, a low blood pressure weekend after watching all that football. My name is Fitz. What's up? There's Drew right over there. Hello. Uh, there is Bethany, the mouth from the south, right over there. You no, know, speaking of that, I wonder how many heart attacks or strokes have happened during a game. Probably many. Oh, so Probably many. many. Yeah. yeah. Especially the super fans. Yeah, their mm-hmm. blood pressure. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Um, Drew, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have two older sisters. Okay, because I'm about to talk about sibling rivalry. Myself, I have... Uh, Let's see. I have an older brother, I have an older sister, and I have a little brother. There are four kids in my family. So when I say the word sibling rivalry, I mean, it just really, really jumps out to me. And, I, and, and I'm bringing this up right now because I, I think that there's some sibling rivalry that is still sort of continuing today based off of the way I was, I was treated as a kid. Oh. Um, you know, the other night, my mom, you know, she sends, gets all the brothers and sisters in these text strings, and she starts sending text messages, and everybody responds, and then, you know, there's a little weirdness still between my older brother and I, Brady, and I think it stems from our childhood when he used to hit me with a wiffle ball bat. Really? You know I mean? Just yeah. specifically? Yeah, just a wiffle ball. He would hey, hit- count your luck that it was a wiffle ball bat. I mean, it was bad. He would, uh, well, I mean, and then he would frog me. Do you know what being frogged means when you get frogged? Like hitting with the knuckle? Yeah. That's right. He'd yeah. hit me in the back. And so he was just a really crappy older big brother to me. And I think a lot of that sibling rivalry has, it, it's even bleeding over. See, uh, I think the sibling rivalry goes from, I mean, this is how your family works, right? Yeah. You have your oldest brother. So he's the firstborn. Mm-hmm. Firstborn born boy. So he has his own place, right? Yeah. Then you got Misty. She's the only girl. So that, she's that, already. That's my older sister. So she's special. Yeah, she's special with the only girl. Mm-hmm. Then I there's can then then there's Fitz, and after Fitz, there's Dustin, and Dustin is the baby boy, and I'm the middle child. So he's just the middle. You're floater. just the middle. That's right. it. That's it. Yeah. So that's why he's always felt competitive and always strived for mm-hmm. like greatness and stuff like that's that because analysis. he always had to fight to get recognition. Always. Oh, oh, believe me, I ask myself all the time. Like, okay, so why am I the way I am? And. Does so much of it have to do with me being the middle child, fighting for every every single thing I got, every award? I always had to be the one in my family to go above and beyond and, you know, just fight for it. And can you tell us the age spread from oldest to youngest? We're all two years apart. Yeah. So, oh, so it's even it was, tightly grouped, yes. so you Absolutely. don't even stand out because you're the only one who's yeah. this age. Mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, my older brother and I still have the... You know who the better, uh, better basketball player was. You know who. You know who it was. Sure Still, it was you. Each of, of course, and yeah. he says it was him. And it's like it, on any moment's notice, we would love to get out of the court and still prove it to each other. Oh, I, I especially would. So I'm just saying that. What about you? Did did your brothers or sisters? How do they treat you badly? Uh, what horrible things did they do to you when you were a kid? So I was the little brother. I was the youngest, but also the only boy. So I got the specialness on two fronts. I was special yep. for being the only boy. Exactly. And I was the only boy in my generation. I have all female cousins. Wow. So, so you I got was all it. the attention. No I got all what. the attention. I got all the cool gifts. Yeah. Uh, but I was also the younger brother. I was the baby. I was the baby. But, but as I did my duty as younger brother. I was a pest. I would tattle on them. Uh but what they would do is they were bigger than me for a long time. Uh, my sister Tammy is six years older, 
and then my sister Barbara is two years older. So they were always bigger than me up until about 13, 14. So they would hold me down. One of them would kneel on my arms, the other one would sit on my feet, and then they See? would tickle me until I threw up, because I am very ticklish. I always was. They would tickle me until I threw up, and there's nothing I could do about it, and it was like absolute torture. So let me get this straight. You were being held down and getting tickled, and I was uh, being held down and getting hit with a yellow woofa ball bat. You don't know real torture until so you've been tickled until you throw up. <laughs> That's serious. I think there was a big difference in our childhoods. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, really happy news for all the anxious out there today. Um, Apparently, daily fretting doesn't mind good. That's me. The key lies in when, not how you do it, though. They found that people greatly reduce their anxiety and their depression levels when they schedule time to stress out. Schedule time to stress Schedule time to stress. And that goes back to one of those uh, rage rooms we were talking about. Wouldn't it be great? Schedule your time to stress out. You can go to one of those rage rooms and you can break glass. Yeah, but I think those are two different things. Like stressing is more like, okay, let's sit down and think about all the stuff I owe and the things I got to do. That's true. That's true. I I guess... Rage is just going in there and going, okay, I want to break stuff. some stuff. Yeah. I guess the value to scheduling it would be is if you could keep it all within that scheduled Carp- allotted time. Compartmentalized. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not going to stress first thing in the morning or at night. I'm just going to do it during you know the hours of 5 to 6 or, or whatever. Well, those who dedicated 15 to 30 minutes a day to fret, you know, stressed not, out, ended up more things. chilled out than others who followed more traditional stress management methods. I so schedule that time. It yeah. would work if you could do that. I mean, mm-hmm. Drew, that's the key. you got to be able to compartmentalize. I was talking to you about this last <laughs> night as we were trying to fall asleep. Remember, I was saying I have my head. It's full of thoughts all the time. So you have to keep a list of things to stress out about later. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm really good. This is really going to. Oh, yeah, I'm putting that on the list. You're, you just made my list. Yep. The question is, what time of day should we schedule this? What's the perfect time to stress I think out? It depends on your day. Yeah. I, think, I think right now. <laughs> if everybody, please just give me one moment. Drew, choose your news. Well, a a bunch of college students are on the cutting edge of technology. And what I'm talking about here is an ATM machine, but not any ATM machine. We're not talking about cash. I'm talking about pizzas, ATM pizza machines. What? At college campuses all around Ohio. Uh, It's kind of experimental process, but these machines make a fresh pizza. So it's loaded with dough that's made in a kitchen elsewhere. They heat it up and like spit it out too? It's refrigerated. It takes just several minutes. So you you work it just like an ATM machine. And in the end, a hot steaming pizza spits out. They sold 400 in the first week of this program. So I think that's a success. And we're going to start seeing these everywhere. Can you imagine right next to the mailbox in the corner, a pizza machine? So do you call it like, is it the pizza ATM? What do you call it, right? The PTM? We'll we'll think about it. APM, automatic pizza machines. (laughs) (laughs) The APM. All right, Bethany, choose your news. Well, could this be the end of plastic? Procter & Gamble has launched these tiny liquid-free pads that froth up in water that could replace bottles. And I'm talking about, this is, these are companies like uh, Oil of Olay, Pantene. They're all owned by Procter & Gamble. So instead of your shampoo coming in a bottle, Drew, I'll show you it. It would look something like this. Oh, so I just take this little pad and rub it on my head? You would you put it in the water, add water, and then it would froth up in your hands and totally disappear. And, oh, you know, you would use it in your hair as shampoo. It even has laundry detergent, uh, toilet cleaner, um, body wash, all kinds of stuff. It's pretty cool. All right. There you go, you guys. Mondays, choose your news. 
You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, who the heck is listening right now? If you're out and about and you're listening right now, send us a selfie. Let's take a little selfie. Hello, happy Monday. A little happy Monday selfie. Facebook.com slash follow fit. Facebook.com slash follow fit. I need a little advice right now. Um, I'm, I'm having a little issue with my dad, Greenberry Bob, the GBB, mm-hmm. because he likes to talk to me really, really late at night. I'm talking about like sometimes one and two in the morning. And then he, he it, by that time, he's had a couple of uh, beverages. Right? Are old guys supposed to be in bed at, like when the streetlights come on? Well, What's I, the deal? Yeah. I think that's when he's waking up. Oh. He's waking up early. <laughs> he, he, he gets a couple of curs, throws back some of his beverages. And then he'll stay up until, you know, like Fox and Friends comes on. Oh, boy. <laughs> and so he's just going off. He wants to, like, talk about politics and, and get mad. And and so and then, and then, you know, my dad and I start going kind of back and forth. And then we... Hours of the morning, Bethany. You've witnessed this. Yes. While I'm, j- all I want to do is watch my show, and they're over there <laughs> arguing on Facetime. I'm like, please, for the love, let me just watch Netflix. Hang on a second. I'm gonna call my dad right now. Uh oh. Bring it home. I'm gonna Facetime Green Bray Bob right now. See, see how long it takes to get him mad. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, uh, so everybody's wanting to know uh, why you've been getting so, why you've been getting so mad late at night, uh, and, and talking about politics. Everybody's everybody's wanting to know why. Because you bring it up. <laughs> oh, he called you out. <laughs> and, and I don't agree with a lot of things you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't agree with a lot of things you're saying either. Yeah, well, I've always been right. See this? <laughs> wonder where, wonder where my husband gets it from. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 well, it's it's not really what you're saying. It's it's mainly you know it, the the time you seem to like to, you know, just really go off on the problems in our nation in the early early hours of the morning. Uh, well, I'm sure you know a six pack probably helps a little bit. <laughs> and yeah. you know you uh, start thinking a bit more deeply <laughs> and become resentful of the changes that you've seen throughout your life in your country <laughs> hey bob isn't the problem with change that it's inevitable there was no way you were going to wake up in 2018 and be living in the same world you lived in in 1968, right? Depends on how many six-packs you have. <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, it's time to get things, you know, moving again. Back in the grind. Another week ahead. Uh, getting ready for the Fitz Files in just a couple of minutes. The good, the bad, and the gossip. What are we looking at today? Well, Justin Bieber, he's off the market. <gasps> Why no? He's married. Yeah, he's married. Wait, haven't I already done that story? Are yeah. they getting married again? <gasps> All right, Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. 
hotel worker that a jury awarded more than $20 million because her boss made her work on Sundays. Can you believe that? I think this is uh, most employees' dream to get a settlement like that. But let me t- give you some details. Well, the, the the good Lord says not to work on Sundays, Drew. Well, that's actually why. The woman uh, works as a missionary. She's 60 years old. Uh, Marie-Jean-Pierre, uh, she was a dishwasher for a hotel chain, one of the major, formerly the Hilton Hotel chains. Uh, and she started work at this particular hotel in 2006. So this is an ongoing thing. She kept requesting not to work Sundays because she had missionary work. Uh, In 2009, they finally started respecting that, and that went through about 2015, but then they started scheduling her on Sundays again, and now they were penalizing her for not showing up to work. In fact, they fired her over failing to show on Sundays, even though she had a letter from her pastor and she had made the claim and the the case many, many times. The jury awarded her about 21 million in damages plus 35,000 in back pay plus about 500,000 additional dollars but here is the rub due to state caps on punitive damage she may only receive about five hundred thousand dollars that and she's got to pay her lawyer out of it if she's even going to get that that's what i was going to say is she even going to see any of this money probably well she may see some of it there may be a point they'll drag it out for a while and then finally say look we'll give you this much to sign off on it to let go of it so uh i I think it's a little bit of a victory but maybe a little bit of a loss at the same time it is a victory. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's a good thing that she got this done now because guess what? The federal courts are out of money. They are one branch of the federal government that is, well, they had some some running funds and now they're out. They only run about $8 billion, which is like 1% of the budget, but they're one of the branches that are, are you know, out of money in the shutdown. So they've already stopped hiring. And I guess like uh, uh, public defenders haven't been getting paid since December. Oh, but now no. they're going to start furloughing the rest of the court, people, which is going to start a huge ripple effect in the federal court system because they're already backed up. Now, but now they're going to be out of work. Could there really be up. a point where they say, hey, we're just going to take some volunteers for attorneys. And I'll be like, OK, I'll be <laughs> I'll be one. <laughs> what case you want me to do? <laughs> If you try I'd my case like, and I lose, I'm going to be pretty upset. I'd be like my cousin Vinny. Yeah. You know, when they're like, So uh, the two youths. Yeah. Youths? Uh, did you say youths? Can I'm you, sorry. What, youths, what's your a honor. Ute? What's a ute? God, if, that's the best movie that's ever. That's awesome, movie. yeah. Uh, right, real quick. Any guesses on how long you think this thing is going to continue? I mean, it could be another two months, right? It's well, scary that there's no end in sight. We're okay. really, I mean, the deadlock is fully deadlocked. I just wanted to bring up a point. Didn't uh, Donald Trump sign something saying that everyone that was working was going to get back pay? Back pay. Yeah, I think that is federal law. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. The Monday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. Uh, let's see what's trending. Man, the 10-year challenge thing continues to trend. It, it's really interesting. Still, people are just kind of catching on to it. and so We're like, that was like so two weeks ago. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> was it even? I feel like it's just a week ago and it's already tiresome. I think you're right. But Facebook swears it is not using the 10-year challenge to collect data on you. I don't believe you. you. No, we don't believe you, Facebook. I don't believe you, Zuckerberg. In totally unrelated news, Mark Zuckerberg says, you haven't aged a day. <laughs> Whatever. Um, it is weird, though, right? All right, Bethany, standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. Okay, so Justin and Haley Bieber. Noticed I used the same last name for those 
two people. Justin yeah. and Haley Bieber are tying the knot again. What? But this time they're doing it in the sunshine and inviting a bunch of friends and family, including another very famous couple, we're told. No one's saying who it is just yet. Sources say that JB and HB's wedding is taking place during the weekend of March 1st, which also happens to be Justin's 25th birthday. Uh-oh. Now, that ain't no coincidence, folks. Uh, we're told that Justin wanted to be married man by his next birthday. So sources say that the second round of the nuptials are taking place somewhere in L.A. I also know I also know that Haley uh, really gets along with Justin Bieber's mother. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. My mama Which is like very important you, because she likes everyone. Although uh, Justin is close to his dad now, yeah. his mom basically raised him. Mm. You know, I think he had a, a very uh, touch and go relationship with his father for uh, a big period of time while he was growing up. So what I'm saying is she was a single mama, which means you got to get along with mama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not only that, but I I heard that Selena Gomez is doing okay, too. She's been hanging out with Taylor Swift, and Taylor takes care of everybody. Of course, yeah. So she'll be good. All right. All right, moving on to the bad. So a longtime pal, get this, of Jeff Bezos' new girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. So they're a thing. They're still together. Now they have totally said that they are a thing. Supposedly they're making their uh, debut on the red carpet. I want to say at the Oscars. The Oscars, is that coming up? Right? It's coming oh, yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, so I want to say that that's where they're supposedly coming out. If that were her, I would just, she should just walk up and just, you know, swimming in money. <laughs> Wear a dress made of $100 bills. Yes. Well, um, this friend offered a blunt assessment of the situation. Quote, Jeff Bezos is seriously stupid if he's thinking of marrying her. What a pal. He's already seriously stupid for giving up half his fortune for her. The former friend said they'd had a front row seat for much of Sanchez's colorful and turbulent romantic history and thinks the Amazon billionaire is in for an interesting ride. Now, just want to add this. By our count, for example, TV personality turned helicopter pilot Lauren Sanchez has been engaged to at least four different people. All With money. But wait a second. She's a helicopter pilot? Mm hmm. Well, that changes everything. Wow. I mean, come on. That is pretty cool. I yeah, give away half, I, I, I'd give away half my fortune for that. He can hire a helicopter <laughs> pilot. He doesn't need to marry one. That's true. <laughs> All right, what else is going on? All right, moving on to the gossip. Amy Schumer, well, she says she does not want to be edited. The star took a stand against society's beauty expectations when she caught wind of an Instagram account that had edited her photo to look, quote, insta-ready, you know, like basically Kim Kardashian. Uh, the, uh, the caption on the Instagram account was, DM me pictures you would like to post and I will make them insta-ready. She had a photo, a side-by-side photo of Amy Schumer with the edits and without <laughs> the edits. And it says, I will do this for you too. And the edited shot, Schumer's face, her nose had been narrowed, her eyes had been enlarged and brightened and all that kind of stuff. Well, she wanted none of it. She commented, I'm talking about Amy Schumer here, commented, wolf. This is not good for our culture. I like how I look, and I don't want to look like a carbon copy. So now the Instagram account has been deleted. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. For Monday, January 21st, 2019. Happy birthday to my older brother, Brady, by the way. Today's his birthday. Hmm. Happy Aww. birthday, Yeah, Brady. he used to hit me with wiffle ball bats when I was a kid. Frog, yeah. Hit me in the back. Just normal big brother stuff. Horribleness. Yes. 
Uh, if you're having a birthday today, you share it with Baby Spice, who is not a baby no more because she's 43 years old today. Oh, she's still a baby. Yeah. 43's young. That's right. <laughs> um, Gina Davis is 63 years old today. I love her. I love her, too. She's so beautiful, I, I think. I think she's gorgeous, and yeah. she kind of has, like, a, an overbite. She kind of has a slight, oh. well, but I think for that's that beautiful out. about her. Mm-hmm. I think everyone knows that about her. I think yeah. She was a model before she was an actress. She's just... I think she's, like, six really foot two. Strand, really she is. stand-up she's lady. I love her. Amazon woman, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful... Is she really six foot two? Uh, I think she's at least wow. six foot. Okay. Yeah, she's tall. Um, Billy Ocean. Oh, yeah. Billy Ocean today, you guys, is 69 years old. I don't care what your favorite genre is. If you don't like that song, you're just not a human. Mm-hmm. That's just a great song. No more love on the run, Drew. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Billy Ocean, man. <laughs> yeah. You got no musical taste. Uh, Jack Nicholas today is 79 years old. Wow. Still golfing, too. Still go- yeah, st- no, still I think, playing. Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. He's still playing. He he's still alive? Yeah. He, he just, just said it was his oh. birthday. <laughs> he plays in, uh, I don't think he's playing full-on competitive golf, but I just saw him in one of those seniors' okay. exhibition matches. Well, for yeah. some reason, I was thinking Jack Nicholson, and I was about you know, to start doing my Jack Nicholson lines. Anyway, <laughs> 111 years ago, this day in 1908, New York City lawmakers passed a law making it illegal for women to smoke in public. You ladies shouldn't be doing that nasty habit anyway. Well, right? how, how things That's came true. full circle. Now it's illegal for everyone to smoke in public in New York City. That's yeah. true. You can't smoke anywhere now. Uh, yep, your dad says it. Oh, he's what like, about smokers' rights? Smokers' rights. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years ago, folks, on this day in 1994, Lorena Bobbitt was found not guilty by reason of insanity for chopping off her husband's pork and beans. I actually have audio of when he woke up that morning. Did you have you have you, you, think ever- he, you think he woke up later that morning? <laughs> like hours later, like <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yes, actually, and, and it sounded just like this. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't remember the she, story, she drove down the street with his business in her hand, threw it out the car window. Yeah, she was hoping he would never find it. But and they, they found did. it. They found it. I just don't see how you could it find it. On. I mean, it was like right. in the bushes or in the oh, grassy field and somewhere. Then, God, remember, the- to prove his manhood, he did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm just saying, he probably wanted to show everybody that, you know... That the, all the king's horses and all the king's men yeah. put it back together again. <laughs> That's right. That's what you call it. <laughs> Finally, this day in 1987, the Dwight Yoakam album, Guitars, Cadillacs, and stuff, it went gold. Guitars, Cadillacs, it happens live. And now, and now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I'm going to take you out of New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I'm never going to wash again. Guilty feeling, got no rhythm. This is titled, I'm Never Going to Wash Again. Because a woman went to a Justin Timberlake concert and touched his hand five times. <gasps> So the next day, she went online and offered to let people touch her hand for $2. Is that kind of fandom really still there? It's Apparently. still there. And, and obviously, she's making, 
She's made she's you know, made dozens of dollars. Yeah, off about of this. five five hundred dollars off what? of this. Yeah, you're telling me. At two dollars a pop, the two hundred and fifty people have shown up to pay. So yeah. I think about the third person, you're just touching the person before's touch. Yes. Right? For sure. Well, maybe we could do something. Drew, you want to shake my hand and then go charge people for it? <laughs> I don't want to touch all those other people. They should be paying me. <laughs> Germs. All right, let's uh let's go to page two, ladies and gentlemen. What are you kidding me? Out of Vietnam, the miracle of modern medicine. By the way, all beer drinkers, this is going to be probably the absolute greatest story you've ever heard in your entire life. It's like I want to call my dad right now and just tell him to turn up the radio because doctors in Vietnam saved a guy's life last month by pumping him full of beer. Yes. See? Yeah. You like where this is going? I do like where this is going. The guy drank methanol, which is not safe. You know, of course it could kill you. So by giving him beer and injecting this into his body... It kept his liver busy enough that the doctors could get the methanol out of his system. Oh, wow. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? Well, That's some little dude amazing. in Vietnam, obviously. I wonder how they... Right? Uh, I'm trying to think of how they got the beer ready to inject. Like, did they have a stash of beer at the hospital? Did they send someone across the street to the Quickie Mart to <laughs> grab a sixer, gra- grab a 12-pack of beer? Hey, somebody go get a natty light. <laughs> gotta save this guy's life. Hang on, I got one in my back, in the back of the truck. <laughs> Actually, there's one right here next to the operating table. Exactly. <laughs> I've had it since the last medic- medical procedure. <laughs> it's Let's been, hope not. It's been, it's been sitting in here for about five. Okay. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, Let's go. This happened. It's the Fit Show. I hope you had a fantastic weekend, and uh, I've been receiving a lot of like good stuff from uh, our Mm -hmm. listeners on our Facebook page. If you have any good stuff going on in your life, maybe you had some good stuff happen in your life over the weekend. Let me know about it. Could be huge, or it could be something small. As long as it's something good, Facebook.com/slash Follow Fits. We get weddings, we get births, we get. Everything. Like graduations from programs. We've got them all. A lot of great stuff. Got, you know, my son just, you know, hit his first hit in baseball mm-hmm. or, you know, little stuff like that. Um, all right, check this out, you guys. This this just made me smile. There is a guy in Des Moines who, na- his name is Tyler I'm Heap. sorry, where is he from? Des Moines. I say Des Moines. Okay. Some people say Des Moines. You but always I- say you'll get yelled at. You say Des Moines. I believe it's Des Moines. Okay. I think so too. But I do say Des Moines. I'm with you. How do you say it? I say Des Moines. I think it's Des Moines. Okay. Well. But anyway, this dude from Des Moines, Tyler Heap, he showed up at a uh, Iowa Lottery headquarters last week and he wanted to collect his winnings, right? Yep. On mm-hmm. a scratcher ticket worth $1. Okay. All right. <laughs> Obviously, he could have just. He could have gone anywhere. Don't you get that at the convenience store usually? Yeah, you could do that at a 7-Eleven, anything like that. Um, But he wanted to see what they would do. Instead of cash, he asked for a check. One of those giant (laughs) checks people get when they win a million bucks like the uh, Publishers Clearinghouse. The big cardboard check. And check this out. Without even blinking, they did it for him. They printed out this giant check for $1, and then they they brought him uh, uh, like in the back to take a picture with it in front of the Iowa Lottery logo. And Tyler says they treated him just like they would have treated a million-dollar winner. And the entire experience, he says, was really, really amazing. 
and they decided to treat me like just a million dollar winner. You know, the guy came down the stairs, took me to the back room where the camera was with the Iowa Lottery logo in the background. And sure enough, they wrote me the one dollar check and had me hold it up for the camera and took a picture. Now, is that setting a precedent, though? I mean, can it now could e- be. everybody walk in there now and say, hey, I, I want wanna... you to make me a giant check just like that dude. Yeah, they might have just uh, made uh... a big... Big problem for themselves. I doubt it. But how does he go to? Who if he goes the to the bank that? with that dollar giant check, are yeah. they going to cash it? Or are they going to tell him to? I think pound? they. Ha- I think they have to. Could you know. imagine walking up with that check underneath your arm? <laughs> you got kind of wrapped around. I'd like you. to cash this, please. <laughs> All right, there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitz happens. Welcome back to the show. My mama, Mama Fitz, says that we have the best uh, uh, show in all North America. So thank you. My mom says Unbiased that. Unbiased opinion. That's right. And, that, and that's exactly how it is. We would love it if you set this show as the number one button on your preset. We want you to be a P1 of this show. Is that right? That's right. And that's all it takes to be a P1 is to lock it in to set this show on your number one preset. Hold out your finger. Hold it till it beeps. We're locked in. You're a P1. Set it and forget it. And wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, think about this for a moment. How much of what you learned in school do you actually use in the real world? Think about that for a second. Just think about that. And I also want you to think about the top two things that you wish that you would have been taught in school. For example, I wish in high school that they, they gave a class on credit, credit management, yes. the importance of credit in your life. You know, after you graduate high school, your credit is everything. It really is. And nobody gave me that. Nobody gave me that lesson early on. And I and I, I suffered for a long time with really crappy credit when I was a kid. Um, so that's what I wish. Credit and I wish they would have taught more like woodworking and stuff in high school. How to you know build stuff? Because I I had eighth grade shop with Mister Utterback, and that was it. So it was an option, but you only in had that eighth, one year. Only in eighth grade. So you think it may, maybe should carry through high school? Absolutely, stuff it, right. Things you could really apply to your life. What What do you wish that they would have uh, taught in school? Well, I know that they did teach it, but I think more people should have to participate in it. And the reason why I say this is because I think most kids are growing up today and they don't know how to cook. Yes, home They do ec. not know how to make food. I agree with that. You know, they always go out, and that's what's leading to the obesity crisis. Right. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't know how to stay at home and cook at home. So I really wish there was some way to, at least for one semester, you know, to at least get kids to go through some sort of home ec class or even a cooking class uh-huh. to where they have to learn at least the basics. I mean, the last mm-hmm. time I had homemaking, that was in the seventh grade. I don't it, think it should be called homemaking anymore. Just, <gasps> why not? So, what about home economics? Home That's what I always called it. Home I know, but then that, I don't know. It just sounds so old, right? Home ec. How about, how about feed yourself, dummy? Yeah. I mean, something like, you know, <laughs> yeah. or cooking or, you know, culinary class or, you know, some, make it sound cool. I got in trouble. To where uh, kids want to do it. Because um, I got a, a cucumber and I made a rocket out of it, but they thought I was making something else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, I got in trouble. Drew, what, what do you wish that they would have you know taught in your high school i wish they really drove computing more because believe it or not it was still just kind of a anomaly it was sort of a i think a lot of people still thought it was kind of a fad and we're talking the early 90s and that was everything all i had was typing typing class oh yeah yeah i took keyboarding with a electric typewriter like we should have been learning coding yeah
Like my little brother, uh, he, whenever he was going out through school, he was in robotics. Right. So he was in competitions right. and all this cool That's stuff. That's where the money's at now. Oh, absolutely. All right, stand by, hang out with us because on the way, I'm going to tell you the real world skills that most people wish that they were taught instead. Okay, that is next. Fits happens. Welcome to Monday. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. 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 Hey, what's up, everybody? If you like Twitter, reach out to me on Twitter. Two words. Follow Fitz. That's what is he. Follow Fitz. Uh, if you are just joining the show... I just kind of threw out a question, you know, how much of what you learned in school do you actually use in the real world? Uh, because a recent survey was asking you know, people that question. Uh, they're, they're basically saying, hey, what do you wish that you learned in school? Okay. Before I get to the, the, uh, those, like what people wish they learned in school, let me provide you with a list of things that they wish they didn't learn in school. For example, I could tell you. I've never used algebra again in my life since I graduated high school. I have Ever. many times. A, a, a lot. A little bit in college, maybe. But for that those was for classes. a job, correct? Yeah, for jobs and so, for businesses I ran. But that so that's different. So you could have actually gone to an after like high school class to learn job specific things. I think it, it's good for well rounded. I mean, algebra one, okay, mm-hmm. but algebra two, chemistry, that kind of stuff. Sorry. Trigonometry, no. I do not need it. I'm Even sorry. calculus, no. People were asked to name the most useless things that they were forced to learn in school uh let's see memorizing the uh, periodic table of elements in chemistry agreed knowing that pi is 3.14 yeah that's pretty that's a pretty small piece of your brain though uh and finally number one as, as far as something useless they learned in school the pythagorean theorem to figure out the dimensions of a triangle i've never needed that in my life ever. i have if you're building something okay you can use that interesting if, for example if you're building a speaker box and you need to figure out the interior volume. You use all that geometry you learned. Interesting. Wow. I've never, ever used any of that in my life. pay someone oh. for that, Drew. <laughs> no, I'll pay to go, someone Drew. to use that theory. <laughs> I love using that kind of stuff, though. All right. Uh, so the top things that we wish that we did learn in school include... Somebody says, how to negotiate. That would have been cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's oh, a you good know one. Real life skills, right? Or, or maybe even like a debate. Like even I know they do have yes. debate, but now they need to have like online debate. Well, not only online <laughs> debate, but they need to have like you know we're treating people how to behave yourself on social yeah. media. Yes. Well, how oh, to behave be yourself? Period. I mean, that's people are starting <gasps> to lose their minds. That now. should be a class. I'd like to add how to deal with other people. No, what about social media consequences? Like if you what you say on social media could affect you for your entire life. Let's could move that on all here. All be, yeah. be put together into like a behavioral class, like how to deal with other people socially, social media, all kinds of stuff. We're talking about the top things that people wish that they learn in school right now. Uh, someone says understanding credit cards and student loans. Boom, mm-hmm. that was yours. Yep. Uh, someone says how to manage your emotional well-being and mental health. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep, another one. I mean, with the social media right now, and kids in particular, you're right. I mean, the online bullying, and it's just gone to a new level. And and kids at that Calls age just don't know how to handle that stress. Who, nobody would know how to handle nobody that Nobody does. Uh, number two, 
how to do your taxes. I think there should be a tax class in high school. I absolutely do. I, I think also on both of those, on the credit and the taxes, understanding interest, understanding what compound interest means because so many people will buy that car that they really can't afford and not realize that yeah. that $30,000 car is going to cost you $70,000 when you're done paying for it in eight years. Wow. That's it, which leads to the number one thing that they wish they, they taught in school, money management and budgeting. I was mm-hmm. about to say, um, I knew friends that couldn't even balance their checkbook mm-hmm. whenever we graduated. Yeah. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz Happens. This is Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Makes you feel alive. Full out, full out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. Welcome back to the show. What's up? Where and how are you listening right now? Just snap what you see and send it back to me. Post it on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. I think we could all agree it's important for for ladies to have, man, their their time to be ladies. Their mommy minutes where they discuss things that, you know, just mommies want to talk about. To mama, for she was mama in a spring bikini. Mamas are still mamas, but but they still like to, you know. Have our mommy minutes. Have your mommy minutes. So yes. mommy minutes right now. Pay attention, ladies. Uh, Bethany, what you got for some mommy minutes today? Okay, so Tori Spelling. Remember her from mm-hmm. 90210? Remember she had the really rich dad, Aaron Spelling? And yes. He passed away, and she got none of his fortune. Uh, she had like the, the mean, was it her mom or yeah, stepmother? Her mom. Handy That's Spelling. Her mom. Her yeah. mom. And it was her, her mother. Yes, uh-huh. oh, her goodness. actual mom. They had a falling out, and they've had a rocky relationship ever since. Anyway, she is with a guy named Dean McDermott. That is her husband. They have five children together. Okay. And she just recently went to that a screening of that movie, Drew, you were talking about, A Dog's Way Home. Mm-hmm. And she posted a picture of her family after the movie, and uh, it has all of the kids in it and, and, and the family. And a lot of people were really critical of the children, calling oh. them, quote, obese, quote, what? with greasy hair and wrinkled clothes. They were, like, completely making fun of the of, of their kids, Internet right? trolls are the worst. They, they are trolls, the worst. right. And so Dean McDermott, actually, this is the father, he went, he went on uh, uh, Instagram, and he says, I am absolutely horrified and disgusted by the comments being left about my children. Body shaming and bullying my children? What is wrong with you people? And he says, you know... We just came from a long day at school, and then we went to the movie, and I don't know any child that's not disheveled at the end of the day. Absolutely. You know? He said, not to mention that this picture was taken after my kids were rolling around on the floor in the middle of, you know, playing around at the screening of a movie, and we just stopped to, you know, snap the pic. Um, He says, also... You know, they're kids. They're messy and dirty. That's what they do. What's wrong with shopping at Target? Over half of America shops there. Are we supposed to shop at Gucci? These kids grow out of clothing at an astounding rate. You know, and he says, these are kids, folks. Messy, stinky, little bundles of fun, laughter, and love. As far as saying my children are overweight, well, that's just mean and uncalled for. They're going through different growth phases, and even if our children are on the bigger side, who cares? They're happy, they're healthy, and I'm sorry they don't look like skinny supermodels. People come in all shapes and sizes, so who who are you to judge? You should all be ashamed of yourselves. They should all be ashamed of themselves, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also, I wish he would have just said, it ain't your dang business. Yeah. And no one's perfect. So I doubt anybody who who's complaining but, is perfect. But I'm I'm still shocked that people feel like they they have the right to to you know have that keyboard courage and get you know get behind their keyboard and, and just say these things about kids. 
I'm kids. glad they're not my kids. I mean, these mm-hmm. are kids that and they're, they're people a, are talking about. They're old enough to to go on that and see this stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're not or to like hear about three it from their and friends. four, right? Yeah. All right, uh, hey mommies out there, if you have any like uh, good topics and things that you'd like to see discussed in our mommy minutes. Message us right now. Send us a link, uh, even, even with the story, facebook.com slash follow fits. We get to a brand new reality check next. Oh, my God. Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. Rare and frightening sight. The biggest great white shark on record was spotted in the waters off Oahu. The 20-foot-long shark is more than 50 years old. Looks good for 50. 50-year-old 50 shark. Yeah, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, right? Like the Jaws tagline. This thing is massive. This is like the stuff Scary. that Movie Nightmares made of. We talked a little bit about it last week, but it just goes... It's worth mentioning again. There it's are amazing. so many mysteries in the ocean, things right. we haven't seen yet. Uh, apparently, this shark was it had been seen already, uh, but this is the first time it had been photographed. And it's two and a half tons and over twenty feet long. Isn't that actually bigger than Jaws? Much bigger. The original than Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Jaws was a, a big shark, but this is like the Meg, like the, the movies huge. about the mega shark. Like this I thing will eat the boat. The whole to boat. See, yeah. To see the photos and to see the divers, because these guys do- dove into the water with it. It was uh, oh! eating. A, it was eating a dead whale. So I guess. <laughs> oh my god. I guess maybe if it's feeding, that's okay. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. For some reason, they felt like they could jump in the water. <laughs> when we talked about this on Friday, Bethany was like shooken for the rest of the day. Sh- I mean, it's just I'm shooken, shaken, shook. I have that that constant fear of being in water and yeah. thinking of the things underneath me. You know, like that are uh, it just that's terrifying to see this little person. You know, next you should to all that do. huge fish. It's just everyone today should watch that. Uh, what's that movie where they're out in the water and they got left by the little no. snorkeling boat? I remember uh, that. Uh, deep, uh, uh, deep water deep or no, deep. Big- uh, deep blue, I think, or something. <laughs> oh, open water. Open, open water. water. Open that water. was it. And then, yeah. <gasps> what else is happening? Uh, so, Duke University, a team at Duke, expects to have a new technology ready by the next election cycle, which is coming up quickly, right? Oh yeah, we're there. This next, this technology will change the way we experience uh, television debates and all television speeches by politicians because it is going to be able to real time fact check everything a politician says on oh, television. No. So it, it's basically a link that will query a bunch of different uh, political databases and Google and the internet in general that when someone makes a claim, like they say, hey, 90% of this uh, is 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 going that way, it'll, right on the screen, it'll say, actually, blah, 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 and give the real now, stats, that's be, figures, that's and That's going to be going on during the debates on right, network live TV? Live on your screen. Now, live you know that, wow. And then everyone's going to be going, that's fake news. No, they yeah. where's your source? What's your source? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, I'm not saying it's going to be It'll be accused fake. of bias. Of course, it's going to be accused. On each side, yeah. But if the facts are presented, you know, if, if you have a debate between two individuals and one person has four or five facts that come up red and say, uh-uh, like, eh, buzzer, and the other person does it's going to sway the audience a little bit. You're so right. this will dramatically change the way. It's a little bit of a dumbing down because before we kind of had to do that work ourselves and now mm-hmm. it's being spoon fed, but it's definitely going to change the way we watch politics. All right, there you go, you guys. The Monday reality check. Now it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. A couple days ago, we were talking about Marin Morris's brand new song, Girl. And uh, 
Maren Morris says that her song Girl is not just for women. She really? says she says it's a message for everyone. And uh, here, here, check this out. Here's some Marin audio. It's not just for women. It's for everyone because I think yeah. everyone sort of needs to hear this message right now. Of I know it's chaotic in the world, and you know you can't always silence that inner criticism, that inner critic. But all in all, everything's going to be okay. And to just like hear that over and over, everything's going to be okay. It's it's really like therapeutic. And you know what else is therapeutic? I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, Marin's brand new song, "Girl." Check it out. L- listen to the the hook of this song. What you feel is natural, but I don't wanna feel this anymore. Pick yourself up off the kitchen floor. What you waiting for? Be a big song. Oh, I'm sorry. Are your mics on now? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I think it's got a good sound. It's maybe not really traditional country, but it's catchy. Just I, I, I don't see this one being a huge one for her. Really? I think I there's so much push behind it for it to be huge. They're putting a lot of press behind it. You know? Maybe. But you're not feeling it in the hook of the song. No. All right. Well, ma- it's ma- not one of our huge ones. Maybe you'll care about this then. Maybe you'll care that Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen's great grandma, would whip him <laughs> if he starts acting like a star. <laughs> no matter how famous Morgan Wallen gets, his family will always keep him in check. Especially his 91-year-old great grandma, who would get out of her chair and whip him if he ever starts acting like a, a, a star. Dang, that's harsh. Keeping him real. You say that's harsh, man. I I, I grew up getting whippings. I got licked. It's just maybe not quite as socially acceptable as it was then. See, I think others would say that's what's you know that's what's wrong with the world. Maybe is that people don't get spankings anymore. Yeah, really that's a great meme. It says what's wrong with kids today is they don't know the They're fear get it. that comes with the sound of a belt you get coming it. through six belt loops. <laughs> <laughs> See, my problem was when my dad Green Bray Bob, I'd always run from him, right? And then I was always the idiot who would like put my hand behind my back, like no, don't, don't, do, you know, trying to trying to block the belt, mm-hmm. and then boom, you get nailed on the hand. Uh-huh. And I'm sure people driving around are probably thinking, oh my gosh, right now. But that was just, you I know, know, that was reality. That was kind of the reality. Uh, all right, real quick, Us Weekly has been uh, online, their social media, they've been really. Saying that Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are are on the verge of being engaged any day. I I haven't got yeah. Go ahead, Bethany. Yeah, of announcing the engagement. I mean, I, who knows? They could be engaged right now. Just We've been reaching out anything. to Gwen's people, Blake's people. Nobody's getting back with me. Ring Although ring Blake Shelton does follow me on Twitter. Why don't you hit him up then? Ask him. I have. I've already reached out to both of them. I haven't received anything yet. Mm. So, and I'm usually the first to know. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> or the last, whatever. All right, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. This is the Fitch Show. Everybody turn it up. Fitch happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA.
This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom that you experienced over the weekend and Monday's freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And troop salutes come in all the time from many sources. I always say that the proudest salutes come from the moms and the dads. They are always so happy that their son or daughter has found their calling. But I'm starting to really love the salute submissions that I receive from siblings. I think there's something special in a salute from a troop's brother or sister because you just know they they fought off and on their whole lives. They probably competed with each other in everything, but when I read these salutes that come in from siblings, I see just a, a special kind of respect that shines through. Like an earned respect. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a proud, proud respect. Today we are saluting Dylan Thompson of the United States Marine Corps. Hoorah! This salute was actually sent in by Dylan's younger brother, Cole, and I'll tell you what, Cole is a very persistent young man. He wrote me over and over and over to make sure his salute made it in, and that's why he's awesome. Private First Class Dylan Thompson is only 18 years old. He just started his journey as a Marine. He is a 3521 motor transport mechanic. Drew, if you can, tell me what a 3521, 3521 motor transport mechanic does. Uh, basically, he's kind of part diesel mechanic, tr- part truck mechanic. He's working on uh, everything from the deuce and a half to five tons to the Hummers wow. to the replacement, the Buffaloes, all those. And he is serving right now in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. His brother is so proud of him and his entire family, and I guess now he's going to uh, he's got to hug his little brother next time he sees him instead of you know punch him in the arm <laughs> like big brothers normally do. Like hey, little little brother, boom! Thanks for that troop salute. <laughs> we live in the land of the free because of the brave. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who died. And only. This is the Fit Show. And now, here's and now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Special shout out to my embedded What Are You Kidding Me? field correspondents, my Wakeums. Shake and bake and wake baby. What are you kidding me? They send me amazing What Are You Kidding Me? stories on a daily basis. And, uh, uh, Let's, Angela, thank you so much for this one. I love this one. This is out of Kentucky. Titled, didn't see that one coming. In Petersburg, Kentucky, Cody Lutz and his family built a giant nine-foot-tall snowman. Everybody seemed to think this snowman was great, right? This is just a beautiful, massive, giant snowman. Well, almost everybody... Apparently, one driver thought it would be fun to knock the giant Frosty the Snowman down with his car and you know plow right through it. There's always one jerk out there. There is. Always one who ruins it for everyone. Yeah, but just wait. Well, I have a feeling something's coming. Well, what the driver didn't know is 
that the snowman's huge base (laughs) was built around a giant, massive tree stump. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That'll teach him a lesson. So you can imagine the outcome? Uh Uh-huh. Crash. Oh, my gosh. How fast was he going? He's going pretty fast. Pretty fast. Look, I want to... Give a little lesson in physics to this clown sure. because a nine-foot snowman. I'm I'm picturing some pretty big chunks of snow. Even if he'd hit it and it was snow, it still would have dented his hood, probably broke his windshield, no dented kidding. the roof of his car. Yeah, that's, yes. that's snow's heavy. The nine-foot snowman. If it got wet and refroze, yeah, packed. I mean, that's like yeah. ice. Picture all that with the stump, <laughs> and then then there's a stump in the middle. Do you want to build a snowman? Um. So that yeah. Anyway, his car is completely jacked. And, Good. Uh, yeah. What well, one witness described it as? One witness described it as instant karma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we have audio to this? Okay. Here, I have exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio right now. I went to work on Monday, and I came home to this on Monday night, which is uh, <laughs> the irony is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Instant karma. You know, what goes around comes around uh, in good ways and bad ways. So I guess probably everybody learns a valuable lesson here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy was pretty excited that the dude actually ran oh, into yeah. it. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, sorry, Drew. I left you hanging. That's okay. I have a special consumer watch right now, ladies and gentlemen. Everything old is new again. To all those people who miss the old phones. That's right, the old flip phones. Right, right. You know the kind where you you think you're on an episode of Star Trek. Spock, Spock. There seems to be a problem here right now. I can't seem to. Yeah, go ahead. The big one was what Motorola Razor. Right. Remember that? B- before the Razor, I had this really cool Ericsson. That I was so excited because it had a little button when you when you oh, push yeah. the button, it snap open. I love that phone. Oh. Well, now there's a brand new version of the ultra thin phone, the hugely popular uh, uh, 2004 release of the Motorola Razor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I had the razor later. Yeah. They're saying this thing's coming back like maybe next as month. As a smartphone? Maybe or next just month. as a flip like as a, just the old type flip phone. Man, well, I'm not texting with the three letter thing, like uh, uh, uh. Right. Duh, well duh, duh. check this out. You might not like this part. They're currently performing tests on the fifteen hundred dollar model to be released in an exclusive partnership with Verizon. Wow. Fifteen hundred bucks? That's a lot of money for a phone. That mm-hmm. is, man. I mean, maybe it's like a flip phone and a smartphone combined. It better be for fifteen hundred. It better do a lot for fifteen hundred. The most expensive phones now are only a thousand dollars. Yeah, better have a good vibrate function. <laughs> Something. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Woo, hope you had a good weekend, everybody. Uh, let's see what's trending. Man, the 10-year challenge thing continues to trend. It, it's really interesting still. People are just kind of catching on to it. and it's like, We're like, that was like so two weeks ago. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> was it even? I feel like it's just a week ago and it's already tiresome. I think you're right. But Facebook swears it is not using the 10-year challenge to collect data on you. I don't believe you. you. No, we don't believe you. Facebook. I don't believe you, Zuckerberg. In totally unrelated news, Mark Zuckerberg says, you haven't aged a day. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um, It is weird, though, right? 
All right, Bethany, standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. Okay, so Justin and Haley Bieber. Noticed I used the same last name for those two people. Justin yeah. and Haley Bieber are tying the knot again. What? But this time they're doing it in the sunshine and inviting a bunch of friends and family, including another very famous couple, we're told. Uh, no one's saying who it is just yet. Sources say that JB and HB's wedding is taking place during the weekend of March 1st, which also happens to be Justin's 25th birthday. Uh-oh. Now, that ain't no coincidence, folks. Uh, we're told that Justin wanted to be married man by his next birthday. So sources say that the second round of the nuptials are taking place somewhere in L.A. I also know I also know that Haley uh, really gets along with Justin Bieber's mother, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My mama Which is like very important you, because she likes everyone. Although uh, Justin is close to his dad now, yeah. his mom basically raised him. Mm. You know, I think he had a, a very uh, touch and go relationship with his father for uh, a big period of time while he was growing up. Well, so what I'm saying is yeah. she was a single mama, which means you got to get along with mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not only that, but I, I heard that Selena Gomez is doing okay, too. She's been hanging out with Taylor Swift, and Taylor takes care of everybody. Of course, right. yeah. So what she, a- she'll be good. All right. All right, moving on to the bad. So a longtime pal, get this, of Jeff Bezos' new girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. Offered- so they're a thing. They're yeah, still together. Now they have totally said that they are a thing. Oh. Supposedly they're making their uh, debut on the red carpet. I want to say at the Oscars. The Oscars, is that coming up? Right? It's coming oh, yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, so I want to say that that's where they're supposedly coming out. If that were her, I would just, she should just walk up and just, you know, swimming in money. <laughs> Wear a dress made of $100 bills. Well, yes. um, this friend offered a blunt assessment of the situation. Quote, Jeff Bezos is seriously stupid if he's thinking of marrying her. What a pal. He's already seriously stupid for giving up half his fortune for her. The former friend said they'd had a front row seat for much of Sanchez's colorful and turbulent romantic history and thinks the Amazon billionaire is in for an interesting ride. Now, just want to add this. By our count, for example, TV personality turned helicopter pilot Lauren Sanchez has been engaged to at least four different people, all wow. with money. Mm-hmm. But wait a second. She's a helicopter pilot? Mm-hmm. Well, that changes everything. Wow. <laughs> I mean, come on. That is pretty cool. I yeah, I'd give, away half, I, I'd give away half my fortune for that. He can hire a helicopter pilot. He doesn't need to marry one. That's true. (laughs) All right. What else is going on? All right. Moving on to the gossip. Amy Schumer. Well, she says she does not want to be edited. The star took a stand against society's beauty expectations when she caught wind of an Instagram account that had edited her photo to look, quote, Insta-ready. You know, like basically Kim Kardashian. Uh the uh, the caption on the Instagram account was, DM me pictures you would like to post and I will make them Insta-ready. She had a photo, a side-by-side photo of Amy Schumer with the edits and without the edits. And it says, I will do this for you too. And the edited shot, Schumer's face, her nose had been narrowed, her eyes had been enlarged and brightened and all that kind of stuff. Well, she wanted none of it. She commented, I'm talking about Amy Schumer here, commented, woof. This is not good for our culture. I like how I look, and I don't want to look like a carbon copy. So now the Instagram account has been deleted. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Ah, uh, Fitz. I like Fitz. He's funny, and he's tall, and he's good looking. That's right, I'm good. Fitz happens live.
Ladies and gentlemen, hope you had a good weekend. Welcome back to the show. Uh, if you're on Instagram right now, go to your Instagram app and search two words. Follow Fitz. That's with a Z. Follow Fitz. We could be friends. Drew, what's your Instagram? It's at Critical Drew. And Bethany, the mouth from the south over there, she, well, she's always on my Instagram, you know, checking just to make sure the ladies ain't trying to flirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to get one started. I just haven't yet. Mm. But as we are, you know, searching, uh, it, when, when you get on your Instagram and, and you start, what do you call it, Drew, falling into that you know, social media rabbit hole where you just start spending a whole lot of yes. time on social media? Yeah, some people call it a click hole. I call That's it right. Start clicking on stuff. He's it's like, just, what are you doing over there? I'm like, I'm, I got stuck in the rabbit hole. Can't get out. <laughs> it's amazing how much time really goes by. Like sometimes hours. Oh my goodness. Yeah. In a flash. And I found one last night. It was one of the travel ones. It's like best places to go. And I'll be danged if I didn't find a place. I even uh, put a little note to remind myself. There is a resort in Finland where you sleep in a glass igloo to watch the Northern Lights. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I want to go there, and I want to go with my wife. And, and Bethany, I would love to maybe create another baby right there in that igloo, right no. there in front of the northern lights. Uh, right there in front of them. I don't know about that happening. Right there in front of those well, northern lights. Now that you mention it, that probably happens a lot in that same igloo. So Man, just know what you're getting well, into. It's ice. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bear skin, though. They're hard to, to It'll wash. melt. I mean, the ice melts. Ugh. Yeah, but that bare rug or that bare skin, <laughs> I don't even know how you'd wash one of those things. But oh my gosh, that, I was but, talking about that. But these things were just straight up, I mean, out of the uh, out of a movie. Like, any sort of fantasy or, or experience you want to dream up, for, yeah. for example, an igloo where you look at the northern lights, it's... It can happen these days. But there's also, I know there's one that there's a couple that are like under the sea. Where oh, yeah. Under all, the sea. You can see all around mm-hmm. the fish, you know, just swimming around yeah. the room. And I think crazy. I would, what, I, I don't have claustrophobia, but being underwater like that for a long time might get a little weird. Yeah, but what I if you see, so. what if you see like a little crack all of a sudden? It's like three o'clock in the morning and you see, you think there's a little crack in the top of the ceiling. <gasps> see, you, you wouldn't be able to sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'd be out of there. <laughs> Be no a great way. prank to paint one on. Oh, have you seen that that bridge? Have you seen that bridge on social media? It's the glass <gasps> yes, bridge. It's a glass bridge. And they, t- yeah, describe it. So it, it's one of these. I think it might be in China, but it's mm-hmm. one of these glass bridges that you walk way out, and you're you're just standing on glass in the middle of nothingness with hundreds and hundreds of feet below you, or thousands. Yeah, it looks like a cliff. Yeah, but it's got an LCD screen in it, and it <laughs> suddenly it they were doing a prank where when people would they'd be standing on a platform looking down. <laughs> And suddenly, a, a, like a shatter would appear on it. Yes. And people were freaking yeah, out. And they're like, like what? 4,000 feet in the air? <laughs> yes. You can't tell me there's not some lawsuits involved with that. I mean, that, that that's kind of stuff causes people to have serious cardiac arrest. That's why I think it's in China. Because if you did that in America, you'd be, <laughs> you'd know, be under a major hilarious. lawsuit. I mean, some yeah, of them if, are climbing you, up the sides. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's terrifying, of course. I'm... I'm I am scared of heights, like yeah. to the point where I freak out. Heights and haunted houses you can't handle. Well, I don't like I don't pay people to scare me. That's just, <laughs> just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> All right, if you have any good Instagram suggestions on, you know, some cool people to follow, hit us up. Uh search follow fits. Fits happens live. Oh yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Monday, January 21st, 2019? Let us know what you picked up from today's show. Oh, it's amazing to always check our messages and, and, and see what everybody's picked up from the show today. I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day 
This is nuts. Uh, I mean, the miracles of modern medicine, or should I say modern beer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories that doctors saved a man's life by pumping 15 cans of beer into his body. And they basically did that to keep his uh, liver working. Yep. Which is just nuts. And that'll do it from what yeah, I understand. Yeah, because he had drank something that He'd, was He uh, had poison. methanol poisoning. Yeah. He had been poisoned by methanol. So I think by doing that, it kept the liver working on the beer and not on the methanol, which would kill you. Where do they pump it? Probably straight into a vein. Probably into like a... Are you kidding? No. I, I Look, I don't know. I'm beer? guessing. <laughs> yeah. I thought they'd just get a hose and put it where the sun don't shine. Beer oh, straight into your too. vein? Yeah. Well, you're right. It's 15 cans. They wouldn't have done it into the blood. <laughs> No, they... Maybe they just had him sitting there chugging it. <laughs> <laughs> Open <laughs> up! No. I'm just saying there's, a, stands. <laughs> funnel. there's a lot of people who just be like, hell man, let me drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink 15. Give me 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, really fit in 15 cans. And something. Oh. That's a lot of beer. Oh. Uh, hey, Drew, uh, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that you'll soon be able to buy a new... Motorola Razor, remember the the most the flip popular phones. flip phone? Except that they're saying it's a fifteen hundred dollar Razor, so that thing better like make me dinner or something. <laughs> right. Better be amazing. Better start run my car. Like I said, man, a strong vibrate function on it at least. Ten years of battery life. Yes. I better be able to press a button and a superhero pops out. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, Bethany, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that in Pennsylvania, there's a man with an emotional support alligator. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he brings mm-hmm. it to the old folks' home. What would his name be? I don't know. Gator Jim, obviously. <laughs> Gator Jim. <laughs> and, and, and when the guy walks out, does he does he say, see you later? Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much for listening, as always. We really do appreciate you. And my name is Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.